Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Hey there, it's Brian Davis, and for this week's episode, we're going to do actors that always seem to play the same roles, whether they're typecasted or simply they just don't have enough range to play anything else. We're going to cover all sorts of uh, people in this episode. We're going to start with my interview with Sarah, who really is passionate about one particular actress, and then I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about my particular choices, and then we have a bonus interview that I'm sure you will all enjoy with Sarah. Okay, so we're here with Sarah, and this week we're doing actors or actresses that always play the same role. Oh. And this one just jumped out at you when you when you saw it, so I want to know. Because there's a lot of movies that I avoid because of these actors. Okay. And my number one, I will tell you right now, and I'm, we don't hang out anymore because she pisses me off, is Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> and it's clear that her vanity is an issue because she, one, never uglies herself up. Right. For anything. She always looks exactly how she looks and is racial green. Right. Which, so I'm really not convinced she was ever acting. Like, that's That's, that's basically her. her. Yeah. So, it's kind of a reality show. But, yeah. She's done a couple films where maybe she's Rachel Green depressed. Mm-hmm. Or Rachel Green on Xanax. Like, the good girl or whatever it was. But <laughs> she basically always plays the same person. Yeah. So, it's like, guess what? You're not winning an Oscar for boring. No. So you're not. You got to do a Charlie's Theron. Right. And or Halle Berry yeah. even got a little. Halle Berry did. Yeah. And guess what? She won an Oscar. Oscars. Yeah. For both. So. So do you think if Jennifer Aniston did that, would she actually ever win an Oscar? I think she'd have to really. I don't know if she'd win an Oscar, but people would be like, okay, there, you, there. You really, uh, you really love your craft. You yeah. really want to be an actor. Like she doesn't want to be an actor. Yeah. She just wanted to be famous and mm-hmm. be rich or be whatever. But it's like. She cares more about what, like, even horrible bosses, yeah, she's tolerable. Yeah. But, but she, she still has to be hot. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I can just see Even her Gwyneth Paltrow did the fat suit thing for right. Shallow Hell. Yeah. Right. I think there was a couple movies where she was, or maybe not, but yeah, I'm not crazy about her either. But did you still. See, well, being John Malkovich, Cameron Diaz doesn't even look like Cameron Diaz. No, see, yeah. and that's yeah. that's how, yep, Cameron Diaz can get her, make herself look pretty bad yeah. if she wants to. <laughs> and so I'm trying to think what, oh, anything with Will Ferrell. Uh, yeah, and even Jim Carrey. I mean, he tried a little bit. He did. He kind of did like, mine, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like they play the same person, and you can't ever. You'll never be able to take them seriously. They'll never get. Mm-hmm. Well, again, they'll never get an Oscar because, no. as we know, comedies never get Oscar. That's nods. right. Which is um, we that could be a whole other topic. Uh, that's a whole yeah. other topic. Yeah. But um, yeah, which is maybe why those actors annoy me. Yeah. Because it's like I'm, you're the same person, and it's like I can do that. I yeah. can do something better. But. Uh, sometimes even those who is it Luke, the um, Luke Oh Owen Wilson and the yeah yeah I don't know you're, you're pointing at your nose I know Ma. What? <laughs> the one who looks like he kind of got smashed smash with a, that's with a, a, uh, that's Owen shovel yes um he doesn't really do all that much right he kind of is he's kind of the the blonde one yeah is that Owen yes. He's kind of like your male Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. That's he, a, what, I mean, the other one's more tolerable, mm-hmm. but I think, but they're pretty much, yeah, they're like, yeah. you know. The complete opposite of this is um, Mike Myers, where he's always playing, a, like he's almost never himself. Right. Like, I think the only one was So I Married an Axe Murder, where he's actually like uh, not in makeup normal. or anything. Right, and he's yeah. not like all spastic yeah. or whatever. He gets, does he ever do really serious roles? I don't think so. See, I mean, I've watched the transition from 
this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. And ask Ryan Reynolds and ask uh, Justin Bateman. Yeah. Because they were like, you know, funny, funny, funny. And then they do a scary movie. Yeah. And then from there, you can kind of, from the, the depths of this like friggin', oh, uh, you can do kind of more dark comedy-ish not really and then there they go now yep. they're gonna freaking watch Ryan Reynolds is working his way towards an Oscar I, I guarantee it it could happen mm -hmm. it or at could. least a role that would have him considered okay on this podcast for Sarah's predicting it Ryan Reynolds Oscar and I will be there to congratulate him <laughs> if he needs it thank you Sarah alright Sarah's always a kick and uh, I said that she would hate somebody and, and Jennifer Aniston was on her list and yeah, nobody could put it quite like Sarah, so I was happy that she got to discuss her, and then I didn't have to, so that works out well. All right, let's go through my list now. It's a good mishmash. Let's start first with Bruce Willis. Yes, so Bruce pretty much plays his diehard character of John McClane in pretty much every single movie he's in, whether it be The Fifth Element or Armageddon. He does have a little bit of range in the M. Night Shyamalan movies, but no, he pretty much plays that tough guy. Um, you don't want to mess with, but, you know, there's he's Bruce Willis. Like, you get him no matter what. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. How about yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker? Along the same lines, we're going to go with another action star, and this guy is just... <laughs> I don't even know if he has any facial expressions, and that's Vin Diesel. Yeah, you've seen one Vin Diesel movie, you've seen them all, and uh, whether it be the 42 million Fast and Furious movies or the Triple X movies, yeah, you know what you're going to get with Vin Diesel. Michael Sarah, who is uh, probably best known for kind of playing that shy, awkward, but always lovable teenager um, who's no longer a teenager. You know, he was in, um, let's see, what was he? He was definitely in Juno. Um, and then he was in that one with, uh, with the playlist one. I can't think of, of the exact title, but he pretty much plays the same character. Um, in every movie he's in. So one, I think one movie was This Is The End where he kind of plays a badass. Um, but it's really not like him and it's 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 a parody. So that's that's why it kind of works. Um, he was also in Superbad pretty much playing the same character as well. All right, Adam Sandler. I love Adam Sandler movies, but he pretty much plays the same character in every movie he's in. Um, the one character, um, and it's one of the few movies I don't like from him, is Punch Drunk Love. And he really, he's much different in that. He plays a much darker character. And I think he's probably a better actor than, than he gives himself credit for. But he's pigeonholed himself into uh, these roles, mostly because he's, uh, you know, producing them or, or whatnot. But it works. I mean, you know what you're going to get from Adam Sandler movie. Like him or dislike him. Tommy Lee Jones. You've seen one Tommy Lee Jones movie, you've pretty much seen them all. The movies he's in are usually great, but you get the same uh, no-nonsense, doesn't seem like a super fun guy type of type of character, whether it be Men in Black or, uh, God, what else? The, um, in The Fugitive, where he's chasing uh, Harrison Ford, he, you get the same Tommy Lee Jones in every movie. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Our fugitive has been on the run for 90 minutes. Average foot speed over uneven ground, barring injuries, four miles an hour. That gives us a radius of six miles. 
What I want out of each and every one of you is a hard target search of every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, hen house, outhouse, or doghouse in that area. Checkpoints go up at 15 miles. Your fugitive's name is Dr. Richard Kimball. Go get him. Next, these are kind of, uh, I would say, the brother and sister of comedy. And uh, one is Chris Farley. Um, you know, I love Chris Farley when he was alive and, and doing his Saturday Night Live bits and, of course, his movies. But he pretty much played the same um, crazy, uh, heavy set character and, uh, you know, just over the top, always like that. Kind of like John Belushi. He, he kind of fit that John Belushi mold. We never knew, we never, you know, found out what would happen to Belushi if he had lived, um, if he would play a similar role, you know, like the Animal House or, or Blues Brothers character. But with with Chris Farley, he pretty much stayed the same. Hey, Mom, Dad. Brian, Stacy. Your mother, Ellen, and I are so glad you decided to join us for this family communication session. So, what's up? You guys getting divorced or something? No, we just wanted the family to talk as a group. Okay, well, let's get it started then. All right, well, Stacy, Brian, your father, Ted, and I are a little bit concerned Celia, the cleaning lady, was in the family room, and she found a bag of pot. She didn't smoke it, did she? <laughs> no, she didn't smoke it. Now, we're not here to come down on you. I mean, that's not what we're about, okay? We're just concerned that pot could lead to other things. Crack, ice, boom, pow. But we know you don't want to hear this from us. Sure, I mean, we're your parents. Who wants to hear this stuff from their parents, eh? But your father and I came up with a brilliant idea to give you kids some direction. A motivational speaker. Yeah, one of those guys who speaks to big groups at high schools and churches. You mean to come to the house? Uh-huh. Yeah, Yeah, right. all right, later. Thanks, anyway. Hey, 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 come on, you guys. This set me back a few bucks. Okay, his name is Matt Foley. Now, he's been down in the basement drinking coffee for about the last four hours, and he should be all ready to go. I'll, I'll call him up. Matt, we're ready for you. His speech is called Go For It. Now, he's used to big groups, so make him feel like there's a crowd here. Matt, come on up, buddy! <laughs> Good, good, good. Now, as your father probably told you, my name is Matt Foley, and I am a motivational speaker. Now, let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about. First off, I am 35 years old. I am divorced and I live in a van down by the river. <laughs> now, you kids are probably saying to yourselves, hey, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna get the world by the tail and wrap it around and pull it down and put it in my pocket. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably gonna find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat. <laughs> 
you're gonna end up eating a steady diet of government cheese and living in a van down by the river. Now, young man, what do you want to do with your life? Uh, actually, Matt, I kind of want to be a writer. Well, Lottie frickin' duh! We got ourselves a writer here! Hey, Dad, I can't see real good. Is that Bill Shakespeare over there? Huh? Well, actually, Matt, uh, Ellen and I have encouraged Brian in his writing. Dad, I wish you could just shut your big yapper! <laughs> now, I wonder, Brian, from what I've heard, you're using your paper not for writing, but for rolling doobies. You're gonna be doing a lot of doobie rolling when you're living in a van down by the river. Young lady, what do you want to do with your life? I want to live in a van down by the river. Well, you'll have plenty of time to live in a van down by the river when you're living in a van down by the river. Now, you kids are probably asking yourselves, hey, Matt, how can we get back on the right track? Well, as I see it, there is only one solution, and that is for me to get my gear Move it on in here, because I'm going to bunk with you, buddy. We're going to be buddies. We're going to be pals. We're going to wrestle around. <laughs> Old Matt's going to be your shadow. Here's you. Here's Matt. There's you. There. Whoops-a-daisy. Whoops-a-daisy. By God. We're gonna have to clean that up later. Me and my buddies, my pals, my amigos. I'm gonna get my gear. Wait, yeah, Matt, you don't have to go. No, Matt, you don't Matt. have to do that. We'll never smoke pot again. Uh, Matt, uh, thanks for all you've done. I don't give a rat's behind because I'm moving in. I'm sick and tired of living in a van down by the river. Is the back door locked? Yes. We love you, Dad. I love you, too. And, and then the obvious one is Melissa McCarthy. And even though she's great as her particular role, she pretty much always plays the foul mouth, you know, super funny, uh, you know, actress. But she hasn't really shown that much range yet. She was in a movie with Bill Murray where she played a single mom. But, you know, for the most part, she's playing the same bridesmaids uh, type character. Kevin Hart, who I love. Kevin Hart's really good. He, play, he plays the small sidekick, you know, the wisecracking uh, sidekick. But, yeah, there's no real range to his, you know, when you, he's in a movie, you're going to get the same character every time. Another action star, Jason Stratham. I, I love all of his movies. Um, but, yeah, he's going to play your kick-ass Bruce Willis type type actor. But, there, you know, he's, he plays a little bit of a comedic role in the Melissa McCarthy movie Spy. 
but no, you know what you're going to get out of Jason Statham. Danny Trejo, he's pretty much always paying a very large, <laughs> looks like he just got out of prison or a gang member, uh, you know, motorcycle, bike guy um, in every movie. So, you, you know, you know what you're going to get when he's in a movie. He's not going to be playing um, a man nanny or something like that, even though Vin Diesel did. Or was that The Rock? I can't keep track. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant pretty much is your go-to romantic British comedy type of guy. Um, he doesn't deviate much from from his from his scope. Uh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, here's your typical action star from the '80s. You could say I didn't put Stallone on the list because Stallone, you know, he. While I'm not sure he has that much range, I consider him a much better actor than Steven Seagal. Uh, Steven Seagal is in the Schwarzenegger vein when it comes to acting. John Wayne. So John Wayne, I mean, that, I mean, he was best known as playing his the Western guy. Um, I think that's why The Quiet Man is such a good movie because even though he played a tough, grizzled um, badass, he, he there was a certain charm to him. There was a certain love, you know, uh, lovable charm to him. That was unlike any of his westerns, but for the most part, he was stuck in in westerns. Jason Bateman, who's had a, a nice resurgence after you know starting his his career on television, um, but you know you're pretty much going to get the same character. You know, I don't know if it's the Arrested Development character, but in his movies, he's playing you know whether it be the Change Up or um, he was just in the Office Christmas Party. Um, you know, movies like that, he's pretty much playing the same character. Um, you know, horrible bosses where he's just got a very dry sense of humor. Um, he's good at what he does, but you know what you're going to get out of him. In the same vein, Zach Galifianakis, he's going to play the schlubby uh, you know, character where he's not going to really... He's the hangover. In every movie, he is the guy in the hangover. That's just the way it is. And let's go old school here. William Shatner, at this point, well, at, at every point, he pretty much, it's self-parody of William Shatner. Shatner's playing Shatner. I don't want to say he's like Jack Nicholson, um, but you know what you're going to get when, when Shatner's out there. So um, he's always going to be uh, Captain Kirk in, in some form. And then I have a few more that are people that are that were always typecasted and it wasn't necessarily their fault. It's just they, either they got put into an iconic role or an iconic type of role, and that's what they were stuck in. Let's, let's go with the first one, which is Christopher Reeve. Sadly, he, he, he had a horrific uh, accident that left him paralyzed. And, you know, he, but he was forever known as Superman. Like, I, he was in one other kind of romance movie, but I can't think of any other thing he was in. He was Superman, and that was it. Uh, Arlie Ermey, he's best known as playing um, uh, Sergeant Hartman in Full Metal Jacket. He's also in Saving Silverman, but he is your. Uh, stereotypical hard-ass military guy he is your drill sergeant it never changes he's like that in every movie in every commercial he's in jesus h christ private pile why is your footlocker unlocked sir i don't know sir private pile if there is one thing in this world that i hate it is an unlocked footlocker you know that don't you sir yes sir if it wasn't for dickheads like you there wouldn't be any thievery in this world would there sir no sir get down well now let's just see if there's anything missing holy jesus what is that what the fuck is that Sir, jelly donut, sir. A jelly donut? Sir, yes, sir. 
How did it get here? Sir, I took it from the mess hall, sir. Is chow allowed in the barracks, Private Pyle? Sir, no, sir. Are you allowed to eat jelly donuts, Private Pyle? Sir, no, sir. And why not, Private Pyle? Sir, because I'm too heavy, sir. Because you are a disgusting fat body, Private Pyle. Sir, yes, sir. Then why did you hide a jelly donut in your footlocker, Private Pyle? Sir, because I was hungry, sir. Because you were hungry. Private Pyle has dishonored himself and dishonored the platoon. I have tried to help him, but I have failed. I have failed because you have not helped me. You people have not given Private Pyle the proper motivation. So, from now on, whenever Private Pyle fucks up, I will not punish him. I will punish all of you. And the way I see it, ladies, you owe me for one jelly donut. Now get on your faces. Open your mouth. They're paying for it. You eat it. Ready? Exercise. One, two. Much like Christopher Reeve, Adam West. Adam West was in a variety of things, but what do you know him as? He's Batman. He will forever be Batman. Roger Moore. Roger Moore was in a lot of things before James Bond, but when you think of Roger Moore, you immediately think James Bond and not much else. Whereas you have Pierce Brosnan, who was in plenty of different things. You don't just think of, of James Bond with him. With Sean Connery, you just... I think that's probably, probably part of the reason Sean Connery dropped the James Bond role is because he didn't want to be forever labeled just as James Bond. Roger Moore, I, I think that's, that was his legacy and that's how it is. Wesley Nielsen, who was in all sorts, he was a serious actor. And then all of a sudden, in 1980, he, he started an airplane. And forever, his, the rest of his career, he was in spoof and parody movies, whether it be The Naked Gun or whatever million parodies he was in after that, and all the Zucker Brothers stuff. But he was then typecasted as a you know spoof parody guy. And lastly, let's go with the perennial 80s bad guy. That's William Zabka. He was best known as Johnny in the uh, karate, original Karate Kid, but then he was also the, uh, the bully in Back to School when he was in college. Uh, he was also the bully in Just One of the Guys. He was your go-to bad guy, and he didn't do much after that. So anyway, that is our list. It's a short episode this week, but we hope you enjoyed what we have. And we have a bonus episode, which is I was thinking eventually of doing the whole makeover movies, the geek to chic, as Sarah put it. Um, but I don't know if we were going to have enough interviews to do that. So I'm going to tack it on to this episode to make it a complete episode. And hopefully you enjoy that. We'll be in it back next Next week with our regularly scheduled uh, podcast. I hope you enjoyed this little mini episode and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, this week with Sarah, we're going to do makeover movies or as you put it, geek to chic. (laughs) Right. Some people like the geek thing is in now though. So, it is. So it's not like I nerd. Remember Revenge of the Nerds? Like that was such a stigma. Oh and now God. if you're a nerd. You're like, yeah, all yeah. those guys. Yeah. yeah. It's when you're the meathead, nobody wants you. Right. So that's pretty interesting. But back in the day, a nerd was really a Dude, nerd. We need to do marathon. How many of those? Three? There's oh, for, yes. trilogy? There is. Actually, well, that is a trilogy. I haven't, we need to go marathon some movies that we haven't yeah. seen and then like 
I barely remember the sequels, but I definitely remember the original. Wasn't it all just one? It's like one one movie that they just cut into a couple pieces. No, no, they. It's like Fast and Furious. Yes. Oh my god. Wait, wait, which one? When you don't know which which one you're watching, yeah, because they're all basically the the same. same. Yeah. Right. So anyway, unfortunately, um, James Bond's kind of like that in the Roger Moore era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I don't know which one's which. Yeah. They're all kind of maybe you know the only way you knew was which how hot the chick was like which one it was exactly right yeah. and the and the sex scenes so yeah. um, but for this we are doing what what, what, what did you say again <laughs> just did we we're doing makeover movies oh my god that's right geek to chic yeah. okay not to give anything away but we like to record all these at once and then we just you know, oh cut shit the, yeah. I totally can, yeah. you, can you, you cut you, that out the facade is gone I know damn yeah. it you're gonna have to edit that I know me. of course okay so, so makeover movies I would have to say. Uh, the first one that comes to mind is probably the last makeover movie I watched, which okay. was Clueless. Okay. Which that was really? out. Really, that's the last one you watched? Well, that's the last one that I can really remember because I don't because those are kind of funny movies. Yeah. And, the, and, right. and you know that now that I've gotten older, I've gotten more tragic and bleak. Um, <laughs> but I mainly because at the time that Clueless came out. Mm-hmm. I did. Have you seen the movie? Of course. Yeah. So I worked at Contempo Casuals. Oh no way! Movie where so I was there when all of the movie, like all the baby tees and the skirts and all, yeah. and we had to wear that. And I just remember it, probably one of the reasons I watched the movie. But um, yeah, I remember that actually could be one that hit too close to home for you. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're right. I was like, oh my god, if I never see another baby tee again. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, Brittany Murphy in that with her, you know, that one was like an instant, like where they, most of the 80s or 90s movies, they, they, you know, it's a very strategic, like, okay, we, here, we're doing a makeover. Yeah. As opposed to like some kind of wonderful where Eric Stoltz kind of gets a little less geeky. Like you can notice like his hair is parted different you know, towards midway through the movie or, you know, his shirt's unbuttoned one or, you know, stuff like that. Um... That one, and then there's... It's funny how Clueless is almost like the 90s version of Valley Girl. Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah, it's like that right. snapshot of mid-90s as opposed to early 80s. But it's like, you don't know your boy's gay? Yeah, He's yeah, gay. Yeah. She's like, no, well, he does like to shop, yeah. right, right? So, um, I think that was Paul Rudd's kind of breakout uh, movie, That's too. right. I did. I yeah. remember that. I remember my sister watching it. She goes, dude, I'd go for that guy. I'm all, because, yeah. And then, yeah. yeah and he can, he, right. He's actually more famous than anyone in that movie. I know. Except for Alicia Silverstone. Uh, he's, more fam- she, he's more famous than her now. I know. She's where not, where's she been? She, she had like a baby. She done cares. much. So. Right. So, um, so that's a good one. And yeah. That's a good one. And the other one, Can't Buy Me Love. That's the ultimate. Yeah, I think. that one is great. And that one has like a little more of a um, mellow progression, I think. I mean, does she, she's like, okay, we got to change this shirt and like take off your glasses. Yeah. And she messes up his hair, but yeah. it's not like the whole, where you have like the music going and they yeah. show the whole, like, oh, yeah. you know, like those to- typical makeover it's like a scenes. Montage, yeah. Right. You know, or it's not as subtle as, you know, Ali Sheedy in The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Where they're like putting on the eyeliner and, right. you know, all of a sudden you For see. For Camp Bobby Love, he pretty much, um, you know, his whole persona changes, too. It's not right. just his look. His he gets, attitude like, super changes. cool, which yeah. is the whole point. It's like, don't become an asshole. Right, and just he did. Be, right. Yeah. Um, just one of the guys was another makeover movie. <laughs> but that was, well, yeah, that was a little different kind of makeover, but it's like. All they were doing was putting, like, just like, a, oh, the yeah, definitely. Yes, it, right, right, right. She was going undercover. Right. But, but she still was, it was technically kind of a makeover. And then afterwards, she kept the short hair and she was trying to look, you yeah. know, whatever. But doesn't that have the asshole from Karate Kid in it? Yes, that's William Zabka. Oh, my God. Is yeah. that his, like, Johnny. Third, is his third movie? Is his name Johnny in all of them as well? <laughs> um, <laughs> He's also in, did you ever see Back to School? 
Oh he's the, yeah, he's yes. The, he's the he's asshole the, swimmer. Oh, see, God, he was oh, great. Total typecast. Yeah. Um, I know there's more of the makeover movies that I, you know, not coming to mind again, yeah. but. Uh, well, she's all that. Did you ever see? Yeah, but that is yeah. pretty much a remake of like. Almost can't buy me one. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Because she's like this geeky whatever. Yeah. And um, all they do is put you. You can tell she's really pretty. Oh all they're God. doing is putting glasses. You on always her can tell in the beginning of a movie, right? <laughs> but some of them you can tell because it's like. Wait a minute. There, like, there's hair, either hair extension. Something's yeah. weird because you know at the end of the movie it's going to change, yeah. and you can kind of tell where they're uglying people up. And it's like, what's with the skin? Her skin. They kind of have like this weird ruddy whatever. So, <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's some good ones. I that always kind of made me feel good though watching those movies. I'm like, aw. Yeah. And then I would look at people, my friends, and I would be like, dude, can we make can we make that out? Can we make her over? <laughs> Let's totally do that. Yeah. And we actually did that a couple with guy friends. We're like, okay. We had this one guy, his name mm-hmm. was Andy, and mm-hmm. he won't be listening, hopefully. <laughs> and he was super geeky, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I don't want to say that. He was very um, reserved and didn't really have a lot of friends, and he lived down the street from me. Okay. It was like a movie, because it's like, he would talk to, I would talk to him in class, and then, you know, he'd Do you say, want to oh, bring him out of his shell? Kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I just kind of was like, oh, this could be fun. And so then... He was like, "Oh, I saw you guys at your at your house the other day. There was a bunch of us, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, yeah, we were swimming and blah blah blah.' And, and then slowly we're, we brought him to a party, and then it was kind of all downhill from there. So actually. he didn't be did he become popular from there? He did, but he kind of then he got a little a little too popular. Oh, really? I think he kind of turned into a big pothead, and I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> like he became yeah, he was like went from straight age student to like. I think he had some other things going on. But it was like he had this huge house mm. and his parents would be gone all the time. Remember, mm. we were, it was me and like three of my girlfriends and yeah. we're going through his house. I realized, anybody here? He's like, no. And I felt really, he had a water slide from their second story that would go into their pool. It reminds me of the legend of Billy Jean. Yes, they it was like that. The, yeah, right. They, and I think it literally, house. it was because he wanted it, like the yeah. movie. Yeah. And so, and it was just him by himself. And I was, it was, That's I'm like, crazy. this is an untapped resource right here. And, uh, <laughs> Really. I, I see a screenplay. You should, right. so you should write this down. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's what the podcast is for. <laughs> you, you didn't even think about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't thought of that guy in years. <laughs> if you enjoy this podcast and are an iTunes user, please do the show a favor and head on over to the official iTunes page for damn good movie memories. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. This will allow the show to appear higher in the algorithm and spread the joy of this podcast to the masses. If you are not an iTunes user, you can still listen and subscribe on Podbean at damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook under our Damn Good Movie Memories page. You can also listen to a limited number of episodes on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode of Damn Good Movie Memories.